hi everyone good evening good afternoon good morning for those of you who are all around the world my name is Vewe and welcome to a new episode of release my words so I hope you guys have been blessed um, today God has a message for us and this message is really for all of us um, it says playing on God's team and I was so impressed by everything that just came together and uh, this message is really for all of us um yeah before we start let me just say a short prayer father god i come into you um in the name of jesus christ father thank you for the gift of life thank you that we are able to come even a, a little bit near to you and every day that we wake up is a gift and we want to thank you for that father thank you for your love which is unconditional thank you for everything that you keep putting into us father forgive us at times we have been disobedient to you we have ignored your voice forgive us forgive me father thank you for this beautiful assignment thank you for your trust as I'm about to preach your word, Heavenly Father, give me revelations and interpretation and understanding of your word. And Father, also those listening to my voice, give them understanding, give them new revelation. And Father, convict their hearts so that this message will be able to reach them just as it has reached me. Enable those ones that you want to hear this message to be able to hear it, Heavenly Father. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, like I said earlier on, this message is called Playing on God's Team. So, there's no, no three teams that you can play for. You can either play on God's team or you can play on the other team, which... Actually, each and every one of us knows whom the other team belongs to. So, um, for those of you who don't know my story, I am a professional football player. Um, and honestly speaking, when I was like going through this message and just reading and just putting stuff together from scriptures and, and all the I kept looking to my own life and I was like, wow, my, my, my soccer career is something else. Like, it's something that I cannot compare to the way I'm committed to, to God's things. Like, my commitment towards my football is a different level. And um, in this episode, I will, I will reveal to you why I'm saying this. Hallelujah. So, mind you, on any team, it is not the game plan alone that determines success. Hallelujah. But it, it is also the effort given towards executing it, right? So, I, as a person who has been doing sport almost all my life, I know that, you know, we I always get a hand 
plan, a game plan from the coach. And he will tell me, this is what we want to achieve today. And this is what I expect from you. So the same thing is also like that with God. He gives us a plan. Of course, he doesn't tell us. Oh, of, of course, he does tell us what he expects from us. But we don't know everything that that is going to happen with God. You know, we have to, to be able to complete one thing in order for us to, to know the second thing. Like, we don't have the whole game plan, like, on paper, and we're able to read it and know, okay, this is the next steps. It's the same thing with God. It's also the same thing in, in football because, like, sometimes you will have a game plan, but you don't know if the result is going to be in favor of you. We never know how the outcome is, isn't it? So as Christians, we face an opponent who, who gives maximum efforts every day. You know, the devil team plays with, like, it can go beyond the efforts and it can bend all the rules. And he works so hard, tirelessly, to destroy the lives of us Christians. So knowing this, what sense does it, does it make for us to give poor efforts in fighting back? We can only fight back with God. God is the only person that, that is able to fight and win these battles for us. He, he's the only person that is able to help us, isn't it? So just knowing that your opponent, like in, like in real life, when, when, when you have to take part in a game or whatever, if you know from the beginning that your efforts have been less, would you be able to like compete or would you like give up already before the game has started because you will be like, wow, I'm competing against somebody that has put in so much effort or that is willing to put in so much effort so that you will be thinking for yourself, oh, I have lost this battle already. I don't even need to, to take part in it, isn't it? So we should know the... <laughs> Like this, this, this journey of life. It's like we we just constantly competing against the devil. The moment that we slide a little bit, he becomes more powerful. He knows that um, he can take this opportunity to 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 win against us. He can take this opportunity now to to get to us. You know, the devil tries to attack us in the moments of our weakness because he knows that when we are weak, we are not strong. Or when we are weak, we lack confidence, we lack trust in God. You know, the moment that our life starts to shake a little bit, then we, we start to lose trust in God and then we start to act in flesh. And when we start to act in flesh, that's when the devil, like, temper us even more. And then we act more um, in our fleshy desires. So whatever we're going through, God is just teaching us to always trust him. Trust him. He's the coach. He's the best coach that we can have. God is the best coach. Jesus is the best coach. And the Holy Spirit, the best coaches that we can have, that we can ever ask for, isn't it? So poor efforts doesn't produce wins for you on your team. Or let me say, poor efforts 
don't produce wins for you on your sport team. And it will also not produce any spiritual victories on God's team. So we should also not expect it to. I know that God has put in so much in me. I really know that. But sometimes I lack obedience. Maybe not sometimes, maybe most of the times, I lack obedience. And it's not because that I'm I'm an obedient person. Because I'm really a very, very obedient person in life. I, I, I like to help people. I like to, you know, I, I like, I would like go over my own will, not really will, but I would like jump, like go over my own head and or I'll go over the the head head out just to help somebody. It's just my nature. It's like I like to help. I I, I just like to help people. And like I try everything that I do, I try to do it as good as I can. And that is the mentality that, that I got from my sport because in sport you always want to be the best you always want to to cross the line first so that same mentality that I have if I can just put it onto the things with God I will be a brilliant student I'll be really really good I will be you know sometimes I doubt and I will like maybe ask for three four confirmations and then some God will give me confirmations and I will still be slow to act and sometimes unfortunately God, God doesn't need slowness God wants us to act and this this last days have been like the best learning experience that I actually could say I had because I was really I was really in this hole and I was trying to, to push, to pull my, myself out of it. And and I needed a word from, from, from a servant of God, which I got from, thank you, Jesus. And she told me that we are not giving up because the, the moment that you give up on something, the moment that you give up on an assignment, the devil wins. The devil is fighting you against your assignment so that he can come out victorious and he will fight you with each and everything that he has. And our efforts can be this effortless in just saying, you know what, I'm going to give this situation over to God. And if I hear the voice of God tells me, continue, just continue. It was such a, a lesson learned. And I believe that this moment will happen a lot of times in our lives because the devil will never stop fighting us. And especially when, when the devil knows the reward, he will even fight you more. When he knows the reward that God has in store for you, he will fight you even more. When he knows that, oh, at the end of the day, you are going to come out victorious, you are going to come out powerful, he will fight you and he will not stop it. And for you, as a Christian, it's for you to fight even harder in 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 the in being obedient to God in just acting as fast as you can, and you know, like I told, like I said from the beginning, 
I am not an exception of this. This message was for me just as, as it is for somebody else. And I was like thinking, wow, God is really talking to me. I needed to push myself. I needed to pull out myself out of that hole that I was stuck into. And I needed to say, you know what? I need to work hard. I need to be more committed to God. And I need to I need to be obedient, more obedient. I mean, it's not something that is going to come from like it's not something that is going to come immediately. It's a walking process. Everything that we do, even in our sports, it's a walking process. Like you walk slowly but surely and you become bad good at something and better at something. If you lack one if you lack something you try to work on that thing, isn't it? You know, and it's the same with God. If you lack, if you're obedient, you're honest, you say, Father, help me learn how to be obedient to your voice. God will help you eventually with time so that you can be more obedient, so that, you know, because that is the desire of your heart. And if you are honest and if you say, Father, I know I struggle in this, in this department, he will help you, definitely. So from now onwards, so think of being a Christian as individuals or as people who form a team with Jesus. Hallelujah. We as, as Christians, we should, we should see ourselves as people who form a team with Jesus. Isn't that just a privilege? I mean, that is the best team in the world that you can play on. And then... You can consider it as the, the team that is God's team. And us as individuals, Christians, we are the players. So we shouldn't forget, in the same time, we should also not forget that we always playing as long as we are alive. So as long as you are alive, as long as you breathe, as long as you wake up every morning, you're always playing. And never forget that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they are our coaches, the best coaches that we can have. The best coaches that we can have. There's nobody who will be able to teach you about life the best way as God will, as Jesus will, as the Holy Spirit will. And what is the best component that you have to be able to fulfill all those things? The Bible. When you read your Bible, you will know what God expects from you. You will know that, that this is the plan of God, the game plan. You will know how to to behave yourself. If you read a lot from from the books of Luke, Matthew, John, all those books that's, that um, speaks a lot about Jesus, you will definitely know that this is the way that Jesus was. And as Christians, we always want to be um, uh, or we are disciples of, of God we, we, we are disciples of Jesus we, we want to be more like Jesus that's, that's like the best desire that we can have for our lives to be more like Jesus and not like us the, the moment that we become more like Jesus or that we opt to, to be more like Jesus surely but you know certainly our fleshy desire starts to die because we desire to be 
to be more like God. Be more like Jesus. So we will never, you know, we will be more like he did us to deny our flesh. Hallelujah. Um, it is also important that we never take the game of life slightly or easily. It's not, it's not like something that we can just step over and then we say like, oh, this is, this is super. It's going good. Because, you know, the devil, our opponent, he would love to underestimate, he would like, he would love for us to actually underestimate him. And when we underestimate him, that's the time that he thinks like, okay, they, they don't see how powerful I can be over their lives if they don't have God. If you don't have God, you, you have the devil. You, you, can't, you can't have both. You can't be with one leg Jesus, one leg world, because when you are like that, then you are not fully committed to God. You are not fully committed to the world. Unfortunately, life is like that. You can't have both. Hallelujah. So the devil really likes us to underestimate him because he knows then that's the time that he can really attack. In a football game, our opponents, they love us. They love us when we underestimate them because they know that when we underestimate them, they come back stronger. They display strong displays. And if you underestimate somebody, your mind is not really fully set. And then things happen. And in your mind, things are just going very, very fast because you were not expecting this person to be as strong as they are. And then the moment that you realize that, wow, this opponent is really strong, then it's like, it's like it might just be too late. Then it, the game is like maybe three zero. You gotta now you gotta have to make three goals in order for you to come to a draw or maybe to win four four three. But the moment that you realize that wow, this person is really strong, sometimes it's really too late, isn't it? Like every sport person will really tell me, like we'll be honest about this, like. If you really underestimate an opponent, they're mostly much stronger than you expected. Even a player that you are actually better than them, you're stronger than them. If you underestimate them, they will show you. So don't underestimate the devil. Don't underestimate the powers that he has. Because if you underestimate, he can be stronger than you. So, um... We should also be willing to give our best to Jesus and commit to his plan all the time. And this is where I will come in with my life experience. I said, I'm, 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 I've been praying for God for a long time now. And I never, I never, never talk about the efforts or the commitment that I will put in my football. So, like, I don't really, I don't yet have a car. And if you know what I do, just to come to training and come back home, you won't believe it because it's, it's really unbelievable. But I travel almost an hour with a bicycle. I'll go to training. Sometimes, most of my training is really late at night, seven o'clock in the evening, six o'clock in the evening. 
So I will go for training. And then I will come back. And mind you, I train almost two hours a day. I'll go. I'll come back. I never talk about it with anyone. I never, like, you know, when I come for training, people just see me and see me very exciting. They, they never really know the struggles that I'm going through. It's only me that knows. And some days, it will really, really be late in the evening. And maybe I have left my, my bike at home. Then I'll, I'll drive by using the bus. And then I'll be so, so, so late at home. And it will be so dark. And I'm really scared. I, I always pray that Father help me so that nothing happens to me. But then the areas that I will cross sometimes, they're so, so dark. It's really dark and I'm so scared. And then I'll still walk 20 minutes home. And still the next day I'll wake up, I'll go for work, I'll go for training. I literally never com never complain. And that is because I love the sport so much and I want to be as successful as I can only be. But I've been telling myself these last days, you know what? I'll be just doing good if I put in the same commitment that I put in in sport, if I put in it in with the things of God. Because if you're a sport person, you learn a certain level of commitment, a certain level of discipline. And if you don't have that, you will never be able to succeed. And it's the same thing with the things of God. Hallelujah. So thank you very much. I would still want to read from the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 26. If you have your Bibles, please go to the book of Matthew 19. Um, go to verse 26. Let me read from the easy translation way. Um, so, Jesus looked at them and he replied, for people, it is really impossible, but God can do it. God can do everything. God can do everything. God is able to fight the devil for you. God is able to, to turn your life, your difficult situations, in the best testimonies that you can have. God is able. So don't limit God in your life. And then I would like to go to the book of Luke 10. The man replied, it says that we must love the Lord our God completely. Hallelujah. We should love him with all our mind, with all that we are, and in all that we think and all that we do. We should also love other people as much as we love ourselves. Our God, our Father, is a God of love. You can never say you love God when you don't have love for other people. That will never work. God is a God of love. He loves us so much. You know, He loves us to the extent that He was willing to give His one and only beloved Son so that He can die for our sins on the cross. So that is a pure, unconditional love for us, His children. And we also see God's love in our everyday situation. Alone the gift of life 
that is somebody that that has to love you to a certain extent that gives you so many chances god doesn't want us to perish away that's why he he will willingly give you a chance and another chance and another chance and he will just be there standing outside just knocking on your door knocking on the door of our heart just waiting for us to open that door and when he when we open that door he will come in and dwell with us and be the lord of our lives every day and god jesus the holy spirit as teachers as coaches they will teach us things that we are able to do that will bring us to our right potential and we'll find a purpose in life because i strongly believe that god has before he even made us already thought of a purpose that we will fulfill in this life so nobody is on this earth just by mistake no not with the god that we serve not with the father that created us each and every one of us has a purpose and it is a special purpose that we that we have god loves us so 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 much trust me god loves us so 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 much all of us and he's able if if we let god in he's able he's able to make our lives unbelievable he's able to take the people that we are the persons that we are and he's able to make them like unbelievable the enemy will not even believe what he sees but that will be god moving mightily in your life so don't doubt yourself don't don't doubt yourself don't look at your situation right now and say oh this god that they're telling me to serve he has re- neglected me he do- he doesn't see me he look at the way my life is going now don't limit god in your life let let god in let god in and you will see the miracles that he will do in your life and always always be grateful be grateful for for the gift of life that's that's the best gift that we have the gift of life that's so precious you know just imagine you waking up this morning you being alive the whole day going out out of the house coming back inside of the house you are healthy like you have food on the table and you have clothes to wear you have money in your bank account wow what more do you want somebody else might have not made it today somebody else might not have this opportunity to repent today do you know what what a big deal that is an opportunity to repent an opportunity to say the salvation prayer somebody else might might have just missed on that today you have it you can take you can take um an opportunity of it you you can say it in your life from the say it. you can say the salvation prayer today you die tomorrow and you have repented today and you go to heaven 
that's how merciful our father is he doesn't count the failures that you have made he doesn't count your sins he, do, he does he doesn't look at you as a sinful person the moment that you give your life to christ god sees this precious gift he's perfect creation actually he doesn't see faults in us he doesn't see that that big nose that you see he doesn't see the color of your skin he doesn't see the thickness of your lips everything that is on you is perfect because God because Jesus is the perfect planner will never choose something and put it on your body if he hasn't thought of it like 20 times he has thought of it he has thought of how perfect he can make it so the way that you see yourself your mirror reflection that is the best and perfect to you that you can be hallelujah God loves you so so much God loves all of us so 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 much Remember, each and every day is an opportunity to repent. Each and every day is an opportunity to repent. Where the world is going, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult for you to enter heaven if you haven't repented, if you haven't fully committed yourself to to God it's going to be difficult God himself he says only the righteous can survive how righteous are you how prepared are you to enter the kingdom of heaven God loves you so much he doesn't want you to waste your time on earth no you are way more than that. You are more than that. You are more than the person that you came to be today. Hallelujah. I want to give you an opportunity to just go in silence, just go in you, and just ask forgiveness from God, ask forgiveness from your Father. Commit yourself to Him and repent fully. And then we're just going to say the salvation prayer together.
Thank you, Jesus. Now that you are ready to repent, just say the salvation prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come unto you in the mighty name of Jesus as a sinner. I confess all my sins. Please forgive me. I didn't know any better. I promise not to go back to my old way. Yes, Lord. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for me on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. And I promise to serve you forever and ever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just know that the fact that you have just repented now, the fact that you have just said the salvation prayer now, wow, heaven is rejoicing. Doesn't matter how many people have heard this message, doesn't matter how many people have taken their time to listen until the end, if you are one of them, if you are one of them that, that just listen attentively, and you said the salvation prayer and you gave your life to God. Heaven is rejoicing. Congratulations. Tell yourself that I am saved. And I pray that you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. I pray that God, your best friend, will be able to guide you through this journey. Anoint you. Give you direction and help you to live a life which is holy and pleasing to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So thank you, thank you very much for for listening. God bless you really as you listen, as you share. I'm really, really grateful. Hallelujah. Goodbye and see you next time.